Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this, where we're crazy <laughs> for movies. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Charlie. We're here to talk about movies we love. Uh, this is a movie podcast, so. I love it. And uh, <laughs> we talk about directors we want to cover and need to cover, and mm-hmm. they don't get much bigger in horror than George A. Romero. And yeah. we've done scarcely a little of George Romero's work so far. I know. I guess Creepshow would be the only Creep one show. officially. I, th- I thought we did Two Evil Eyes. <laughs> we oh, did not. No, no. My uh, my reality is blurring with my uh, suggestions, and I don't remember. We've been doing this for too long. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when you think Romero, you think. <laughs> As you do. You think Creepshow. You think. You, sh- you think the crazies. You think the crazies. You think the dark half. You think monkey shines. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for monkey shines. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've just read the Stephen King. The cover is very scary with it's the very. monkey on it. <laughs> and the crazies is one, though, that I would guess it was one of his early ones, but yeah. obviously after, what, five years after Night of the Living Dead? Yes, yeah. Night of the Living Dead's late 60s. This is yeah. 73. I would wager most people have seen the remake of the crazies. But not this version of the crazy. Yeah, absolutely. That one was pretty big, right? That made money. 2010's one with Timothy Oliphant. It was kind of like, yeah, at the tail end of that 2000s era of remakes from classic <laughs> yeah, horror movies. Yeah, they were movies. dipping into cra- the crazies like, by then. And then, yeah, so it's like, I don't know, the crazies? You know? <laughs> what, what do you want? <laughs> there was probably like a Martin remake with Martin Lawrence. Of course. In 2005. Of course. <laughs> big Martin's house. I missed a lot of those, you know? Well, you know, they were doing the House of the Wax. And the, yeah, they were doing yeah, yeah, the, you know. They were digging into some all all years of films for yeah. anything to remake in the 2010s. So yeah, I think that's a pretty brilliant move, though, the crazies, because this is, like you said, this is a movie probably not that many people outside of the hardcore Romero fans right. have seen Th- it. Those make more sense as a remake film, yeah. right? If way less people are familiar with the source material, you know, that makes sense. Right. That's ripe for a remake. And the new one was, like, pretty good. I, I remember liking it a lot. I saw yeah. it in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. focused way more on it being, like, a violent, bloodthirsty zombie movie. Yes. It was like a running 28 Days Later kind of, these people went crazy and turned violent. What's kind of weird about the original The Crazies, not that many crazy people. I mean, they do, but they're kind of just like... Not what you would expect, I guess. They're more just the... The kind of crazy person, well, a lot of them are like just walking around, bumping into each other in a room kind of crazy. Right. Some of them are violent crazy. There's some like fire starters. Exactly. Like we start with, but... You know, in in the new crazies, it was like, no, these things kill. These right. things have a taste for flesh. It's more like that rage virus in uh, yes. 28 Days Later where yeah. people were going crazy, but like a total zombie transformation. Yeah, this very is just much like, rage virus. This, is, this opens up with some kids hiding and scaring each other in a cool way. Yeah. And then dad comes in smashing <laughs> up all the furniture. This is a good opening. But he's not like, there's no green foam coming out of him, right? There's no like weird makeup. He's just an angry ass dude. Yeah. He's angry, but yeah, nothing about him fire. looks cartoony other than, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to deal with some regional acting 
in this movie. Oh yeah, oh, this sure. is a this had some acting that was kind of like shot on video level, which was a little startling. And well, yet Romero's this, known for uh, using those Pennsylvania. <laughs> a lot of people from Evans Valley or wherever yeah. uh, are in this flick, and the subject matter, the way it's handled, I think, is so strong that it gets past some of these uh, local theater or less I think it almost talent. helps it because, yeah, to me, this movie feels very documentary style. Very. It's almost all handheld. Yes. It's got this constant drum beat to it <laughs> rather than like orchestral music or, or uh-huh. synth or whatever normal it, horror score. You're getting this like military do 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 beat the whole time while handheld cameras are going around very like Vietnam War footage feeling. And Romero's all about doing that of the time. He's, uh-huh. he's and it, yeah, nineteen seventy three. I mean, this is like he's so important right to there to making horror not not political, but to make it mean something. Yes. And so this there's movie all the, has the, got that whole thing going for it. There's all sorts of metaphors and analogies to draw off. Yeah. You know, this slow death of of zombiedom so, and this yeah. lurking. You know, this the original, like you said, this probably a library music score. Yet he found Problem, this right. weird vibe, like you said, throughout this kind of chaotic, like, like yeah. rat-a-tat pace. And instead of focusing squarely on where the toxic virus started and how rage-filled people get from the virus, it really focuses on, like, the fear and the paranoia and a very confusing series of power structures yes. where several different people think they're in charge and keep getting usurped by people that they said they were in charge. And everybody, uh, just how quickly society can break down when all of those people in charge are operating under different motivations mm-hmm. with different goals, some of which are they are keeping actively lying about in bad faith, other people who are genuinely trying to do their best or doing right even though they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just can d- devolve really quickly. The people who are trying to solve this crisis don't have the materials they need, never get the materials they need. Yeah. The people, yeah, at the top know they fucked up by releasing this combat virus. Yeah, like accident. a bio- Trixie, the biological yeah. weapon. What? Well, they didn't, what? It was, well, a, it was plane a plane crash. Plane crash. And it immediately gets into the water supply. Yeah. Of course they crash. I remember in the 2010 crazies. Of course, you have to throw in a scene where people just walking through the woods find a crashed plane mm. in a river. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just some yokels find the the downed plane and with like bottles with skulls on them leaking out of the bag. And it's like, so there's a lot of things that the 2010s one does that feels more like an 80s. Well, they had, direct to it video had the budget to put an airplane on camera. This movie feels yes. like no budget. I, I looked up. If you account for inflation, the the modern crazies had a fifteen times budget yeah, that'll do of it. the original one. That'll do it. This one was like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar movie. A yeah. lot of money to you and I. Not a lot of movie for money to do a, not, a huge zombie not outbreak a lot of movie pandemic. Money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, but I think that all it's one of those where the limitations help because yeah, yes. he's using some scratch track probably for the this drum beat. Mm-hmm. He's got limited stuff so he's got to focus on non-actors delivering military commands. Yes. The whole first half of this movie should have just been called men yelling into phones. <laughs> it's just There's a lot of phone We never yelling. get to see the plane, right? But we get to hear plenty about what's going on <laughs> from men yelling about how they need We get supplies. a lot of uh crumbling bureaucracy. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. just pointless red tape. The the they everyone has to get some voice print 
identifier before they can talk to each other. Yes. Like, guys, we don't have time for this. And the, 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 my man, the main scientist, Dr. Watts, is like, I don't have time for this. He's the one calling out all the bullshit. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the thing. You have, you, know, you have people in here that want to contain it. You have people that want to keep it quiet. You know, you have people that know they fucked up and are trying to cover their ass. Yeah. You have people that are using their bad faith to gain power. You got people like your boy, <laughs> Dr. Watts, who are just wanting people to stop fucking around My and boy. treat this seriously. When did- I saw Richard France in this movie, because I don't know if I'd ever actually seen this original until we watched it for this. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, th- this actor, you see him in Dawn of the Dead on TV as like the scientist with an eye patch. Of course. He's always, he's like the voice. He's, this guy has a pretty distinct voice. Yeah, well, cause he's, yeah. he acts like bad Orson Welles. Yes. He acts like he's Orson Welles. like he's guy that did that <laughs> bad Orson Welles. He's like, sure. if Orson Welles didn't know which words to put in all caps, <laughs> so he's like, all you have people dead. It's like as John Lovett's like acting. Oh, thing. totally. But yeah, he's like a radio voice or like, it's like serious TV voice. Yeah, like in Dawn of the Dead, they keep watching TV and it's like total breakdown where they're trying to stay on the air and people are debating what's going on. And Richard France is the guy that's just going, you have to think logically, logically. <laughs> Maybe he's like bad Oliver Reed. And this one, oh yeah, that's a good call too. Somewhere in between. <laughs> Somewhere there between Wells between and Oliver Wells and Reed. Reed. Yeah, and in this one, he gets a That's pretty... a universe I like my character like. actors occupying right there. Huh? This is where I think so Richard So this guy France was a, sits... a Romero dude he was a a guy he was a zombie in the original night of the living dead nice and in a a couple other romero movies that i've never i'm picturing him in like a in a cable knit sweater and a beard as a zombie too his beard is great it is yeah it's a full beard he's got a good look in this and uh yeah he's the guy who's trying to find the antidote or or to stop this but he doesn't have any supplies and they they won't let him leave and he's like but you brought me here you brought me here and now i can't leave well it starts like i said these crumbling power structures our introduction to him is when they're like we have orders to take you straight there not even check you in like we need your then he's like i'm a key man on this a key man (laughs) he's lionel huss absolutely Yeah, but then yeah, there's these great lines where he'll just say he says something like, "Jesus, this is all so random." <laughs> I know he's the best. <laughs> I know best. he knocks it out of the park. You don't have to tell me. He's actually got kind of maybe the sweetest moment of the movie for me when he asks the fellow the the, the fellow scientist working with him mm-hmm. is like, "What are your chances?" Mm. And he kind of gives her that. Do you have family? You know. Yeah, and then he says, "Do you want to get married?" And they have this little moment. That is very nice because a lot of this movie is a downer. This is, this a is mostly a down film, movie. man. Yeah, it's bleak. Yes, it is. It's got a lot to say about. Yeah, we get the some... military and the <laughs> complex, and yeah, it, this is a, America's a, obsession with guns, and this movie is fifty years old. It's crazy how much is still <laughs> right know? at the tip of fifty years old. The and this, tongue, you man. think society uh, at the time. Early seventies, you know, you're post Vietnam. That's all very fresh. You're right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Kent State, you yes. know, shootings like all that is happening. Well, that, that can't be more than three years removed, maybe more. Who knows how long he spent making the crazies? Well, this just could have been six, a several year in project. the sixties. The government just shot people if they didn't. <laughs> yeah, like them. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know, he's doing a lot of Tiananmen Square kind of thing mm-hmm. here. It's hard to not see all these parallels. He's doing that all on purpose. Yeah, you just get shot. Protesters were getting shot. Yeah, and so then you see, like in this... 2021, like yeah, protesters are getting shot. Yeah, like this is happening. 
yeah, immediately the, the military is trying to take everyone's guns because they know if these people get the crazies virus, yeah. they're going to just Well, apparently, like, mass. once you're drinking farm water, <laughs> apparently the first thing you do as, as a farmer is set your barn on fire. Yeah. We get a spate of barn fires. You, you just go in into destructo mode, I think. Yeah. yeah. But it's a he does a really great chaos job of showing all these levels of power from, you know, local officials and scientists to cops to then the military. Mm-hmm. And the cops are all going like, what are all these military guys doing out here? And the firemen don't know what the cops or the military are doing out there. Like, everybody's confused. And everybody in this situation thinks they're supposed to be in charge. Right. And it just and shows, nobody's communicating. Yeah, there's no communication because... Soldiers don't know why they're there doing this. Uh... No yeah. one can answer any. It's like if you just answer these, you know, people get that's where it, spooked when the military doesn't answer your questions. <laughs> but just there's a whole like series of them coming into homes and just taking people that's away. That's scary, man. In the beginning of the movie. And that's guys are so going scary. for their guns. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, people it, are grabbing guns. Yeah, with the fear and chaos around men with gas masks and hazmat suits just walking into your house immediately going, all right, let's go. Come on, move it outside. With guns themselves. Yeah. Yeah, just with big old machine guns. Walking through your house while you, and everybody there is just watching Not TV, telling you reading why. the paper. Nobody's telling why. Just like no, no, no. I mean, really, what could you do? If you and I are sitting here right now and guys in hazmat suits come in with guns, well, looks like the episode's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I pack up first? Yeah. I mean, and that's just so can scary. I, can, I, can I upload this? First? When they're forced, people leave homes. People start fighting back. That's some of the best stuff yeah. in the movie. Because yeah. You would happen. Yeah, the other half of this you movie... You would have to have that. ...is the normal people who are not the crazies thinking they need to go yeah, gorilla style This is like a Red Dawn kind of thing. Totally what? Red Dawn. And why wouldn't they think that? Yeah. When men who aren't identifying themselves are just coming into your home? Because it's this horrible situation where, again, the people that know are purposely keeping it secret because they don't want... It's literally just because they don't want them to let them know that we fucked up. Well, you guys got to keep this secret and contained. The, yeah. The, the, oh, and keep that plane circling overhead with a bomb ready to exactly, drop on this whole say, damn town. The, the kind of shadowy X-Files-esque like, round table of men in charge are freely talking about dropping the bomb if they need to. Yeah, they hit that as a... They know the time is of the essence. Yeah. They go to bomb dropping quick. Yeah. Really quick for where we are in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. We find out that's the plan. Like, this situation got out of hand fast. I Do know. like... Uh, Watts bringing up that uh, you know this virus leaked like six days ago. That mm. early seed that like some truck driver could have come through and driven this thing you know to Kentucky. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can. Well, I mean, sure, we're working to save this now, but oh my god, like it's it's too late. Realistically, it's too late. It's kind of interesting that he Romero makes this disease so different from the Night of the Living Dead stuff because it feels like thematically he's picks up right where that movie leaves off. Yeah. With the people starting to go around killing zombies. Oh man. We Gr- get the full military incursion into this town. Just a right full immediate bat. sweep. This feels just like Red Dawn. Yeah. You don't see any of these people. They're all in masks. You know, squid game stuff. <laughs> you don't oh, know totally. any of these people, right? It's a total squid game situation. Yeah. Which is a great way to make a low budget and get tons of people, put them all in the exact same stuff. How many suits of that hazmat suit do you think he actually had? Like oh, six? Do you think they were rotating? Oh, yeah. They're oh, sharing. Oh, man. They're Nobody sharing. gets their own suit. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was mostly high school students in the suits. Oh, love If that. you watch it, they're all shorter than like every other person. <laughs> Well, these they don't little guys anything, like sho- right? shoving people into vans, right? Get in there! But these shots of like people hold up in their house, sh- firing rifles and picking off. Ga- yeah, 
that would happen. Can you imagine going out to West County? Oh, yeah. Some of those roads in West County out here and trying to just walk into some... No, no, no. I worked at FedEx, and there was roads that we had crossed off on maps in West County. We're like, you'll get shot at wow. if you go down there. A lot, yeah, of, yeah. A lot of growers out there when sure. that was a punishable oh, yeah, uh, for sure. offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't want you snooping around down there... Uh, their supply and I, I don't want to be snooping yeah no two time. of our fedex trucks had bullet holes so oh, yeah. yeah so obviously there would be people shooting at guys in full hazmat suits with no announcement that's the stuff that yeah, really shook me was the once you you get, you get this main band of people trying to get out of town yeah who are not sick the ex-green beret fireman <laughs> and his pregnant fiance his yeah. friend who's couple a couple of vietnam vets yeah his they bring fr- up his friend who's times. a vet uh and his clearly going crazy and is already kind of crazy right but and then the even crazier father daughter kind of group that is just gets to to the father daughter yeah i I could have done without all of that (laughs) honestly it's an hour 45 movie that really feels like an 85 i could have done the guy that knows how how to pace a movie feels weird on the pacing here and extra characters yeah yeah. but yeah you know this is post-vietnam guys and the way he handles the craziness in the movie is you are placed in a scary, unfamiliar situation and they are shooting on site people that are acting irrationally, but it starts becoming tough real quick to tell who's irrational and who's crazy Mm -hmm. because nobody knows how to actually behave. That's what I mean. You you don't see that many crazy people. Yeah. Once you kind of follow this small band, like clearly some members of the group are going crazy but yeah, it's but not- also they're going crazy because they're like, we are on the run exactly. from they think they masked have to- men that are just taking over a town. They don't know that they're being saved. They think they're being rounded up for death camps. Who knows? Yeah, right? who knows they what the intentions are? They don't want to find are. out. Yeah, and so that just you get a man hold up firing rifles. You get that old lady stabbing a dude with a, her knitting needle. Oh, yeah, when the old lady gets into it, you're like, uh huh. People in Pennsylvania do not fuck around. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you're going, like There's I said. Some salt of the earth people. A lot though. of the deaths, I thought this was so smart. Uh, a lot of the deaths were in the rural houses. Mm. The people in this county that would be less willing to comply. All the rural, all the river county people. Totally. Those are the people that are like, oh, yeah, another river county stabbing. <laughs> yep. Well, the guy went down that over that bridge, so. He didn't see the old lady coming with the hat pin. Yeah, but you're also seeing. I always hate stuff like when I, when people get shot when they're fleeing a quarantine. Yeah, breaking free from a line, getting shot. You know that brings back major concentrate. You know every. <laughs> that's it's tough. The imagery is undeniable. It's mm-hmm. effective, but there's also surreal. This was cheap. This is a cheap movie. A lot of these conversations where men are yelling at each other over the phone. It never feels like two men are in the same room at the same time. It's like a crowded office with eight guys yelling at each other and they're all oh, yeah. filmed separately. It's must yeah, have been yeah, a yeah. nightmare to edit together. But he was working on what he had and filling all the time he could. But when we start getting these great shots of, and these had to be just something with a handheld camera, I could have seen him just filming this when guys were on break. Just guys in hazmat suits loitering in front of the town post office, mm-hmm. walking down the sidewalks, kicking rocks. You know, just, yep, seems like we rounded up everyone. They're just, you get these weird, wow, this happened in an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Because this day was a normal day, and now you got a bunch of guys in gas masks hanging out at the post office. You get that young soldier in in one of the kitchens just eating out of a can. Yeah. For like a five-minute scene, just (laughs) digging into a can. 
the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, it, it, that idea of yeah, the military just doing what they're told, even if it's oh yeah, there's a lot of just a, following orders. American town and rounding people up without being told why. Yeah, so and it's like yeah, I mean, it's, people uh, were being it's complicated. This was a complicated right? situation, and even if getting everybody into one place and sequestering the people with a deadly virus in their own place, even though that sounds like a great idea that is a no-brainer, the execution is a lot tougher because it's <laughs> it impossible lacking. to tell somebody like, no, you're one of the bad ones. Mm-hmm. That never goes well. Nobody ever likes being told like, oh, no, you're going to the shooting pit. (laughs) People panic when they know there's a shooting pit. God, there's a whole sequence of them like burning bodies and stuff, too. And with the families there, it's just like we're putting them down and we're roasting them up while they're still ushering out the other families from their houses. Like they're seeing their neighbors lit on fire and disposed of in real time. Oh, Man, we even get the very obvious reference of the priest self-immolating himself, which mm. was a uh, there you go, an actual event yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. in protest of the Vietnam War. Yes, hit the oh, nail yeah. pretty hard on the head right, right there. That priest, and again, it's just like a set on fire mannequin. Yeah. And, yep. Oh, but, I love when they had these close-ups of like the dudes in the gas masks getting shot, and it's clearly just a gas mask on a dummy's head. <laughs> yeah, with, like a squirt of blood with coming. Squid blood. Yeah, with the ketchup blood. Real yeah. bright red paint blood. Oh, man. and That's some good blood. <laughs> There's a lot of blood at the end of this movie. Yes. We get a lot of killing. A lot of ki- There's a lot, a lot of, of kill all throughout. The, people start getting kill- killed with uh, little second thought right away. Yeah. But there's always that juxtaposition of even when these soldiers are murdering people as they, you know, people are running out of their houses with guns. Mm-hmm. This is like the Wild West real quick. They're defending their homestead all of a sudden. There's a shot where, you know, they're burning this body. And when the priest burns his own body, one of the soldiers starts shooting him. Like, there's still that humanity. It's like, yeah, we're killing these people. We don't want these people to suffer needlessly. Right, right. Kind of a mercy killing. So I think it's important having at least some of them are still like, there's mercy there. Because you're immediately, they're just coming to town. When your orders are like, if you're given the order to be like, oh, yeah, deliver Eric to us. He needs yeah, to yeah. be sequestered. And a lot of these people are just going, all right, well, I guess I got to do it. <laughs> these guys asked me to deliver my friend. Like, right. it turns brother against brother and people against government 20 minutes in. And I kind of, you know, like you said, there's some pace issues with some parts. There's some shots and characters that are, but the fears and the chaos are pretty prevalent and keep ramping up in scarier, too believable ways. Yeah. It's very believable now. Well, then when you start getting uh, into the the small group of survivors trying to get out of town. Yeah, flee into the country club. They at one point uh, ambushed these three soldiers, in a, five soldiers in a house. And the Ooh, plan yeah. is no killing. <laughs> <laughs> and the one friend who's kind of been <laughs> going off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Kills everybody. Kills everybody. And now Green Beret guy with the pregnant girlfriend is like, do I trust my friend? Uh-huh. Do I get out of here? Do I kill him? And Once uh, they blur the lines between who so is like, crazy it, and who's... Uh, it took a while for me to get into this little gang of guys. Yeah. But man, once they kind of get this like Hitchcockian, like, who do you trust? Yes. What do you do? Uh, yeah, I, I like that. It's, a, a it's lot. like the thing. Yeah. You know, you can't 
helpful. Who do you really trust, right? And then his friend you ends know. up helping them get away by killing a lot more dudes. Oh, man. He, he sacrificed himself by killing a ton of military. Yeah. yeah the when, For a plan for no killing, it, it turns <laughs> into like it. the 110th Street <laughs> plan, yeah, oh man. My God, yes. I remember. We're just getting the money. Tommy gun to yeah. six <laughs> men. And uh, these military. I love oh, that shot of all those military guys getting shot in a close quarter kitchen like years yeah. it's all this close co- blood splattering everywhere it feels like a Ooh. war movie honestly by the time we get here it's like saving private ryan kind of stuff where i mean you're just like intentional right yeah uh, obviously oh, there's be. too many references to the war for this to be anything other than a a, a vietnam allegory but, uh, at least yeah but, yeah absolutely but yeah all these shots of locals fighting back i love that big shot where Actually, our first real look at the the locals kind of winning, the locals overwhelming certain military forces where the military's on retreat and people are running with pitchforks, farmers are running with guns. There's an actual crazy woman who's sweeping the grass. (laughs) I love her. Just throughout the whole chaos, like going into the battlefield, just mind gone. Yeah. Loved all of that. Loved all of that. And yeah, we're... Kind of getting in with this crew who's just trying to get out of town, trying to break through the military line who are sweeping in, mm-hmm. you know, like they're searching for any stragglers. And it comes this, like you said, this kind of tension-filled Hitchcock kind of thing with not the acting of the Hitchcock movies, but <laughs> uh, still, that's where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah. But that tension when your friend is going off the rails and then he starts killing people and then he's uh-huh. like drinking and he's, and the, he's talking <laughs> about your girl, and it's just like, yeah, when you're bringing in like sexual and you know he dynamics, kills and, really easily. Yeah, this guy's killed before, and uh, how much is him having flashbacks? And when he keeps hinting that he's going to be the one to kill the one girl in the group who's kind of losing her marbles, yeah, yeah, it's becoming an untenable situation within the group you supposedly trust. Yeah, real quick, which feels a lot like a zombie movie too. Like what becomes like a pretty good trope in a zombie movie. It's a great jump from him from Night of the Living Dead over into this because this is a zombie movie, but it's not really. It's a pandemic movie. Yeah, it doesn't. You know the the zombie movie is. I mean, Night of the Living Dead is scary. Yeah, man, those stark black and whites and that no more downer ending than that downer ending kind of feel. He brings that sadness of Pennsylvania to a lot of his work. That gloomy Pennsylvania vibes, even in this with all the green rolling fields of looks like beautiful Amish Mm. country, right? Right. That part of Pennsylvania, he can make it just seem so (laughs) scary. Killing ground. Killing ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing how he uses just his backyard. And, this power struggle I found a lot more interesting than it should have been. Usually movies where bureaucrats argue about who should be in charge. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of it here, and a lot of the military stuff you could probably trim a bit. But I like the sense of people who keep thinking they have power, keep finding out there's another guy with power, and not knowing who to listen to. And your boy Watts gets caught up in it the worst. Yeah, yeah. What a sad ending. I knew we were in for a downer ending when Watts finally seems to have found... The antidote. The anecdote. The yeah. cure. He's got he's got the golden ticket right in his hand. I'm ex- I'm excited for him and that other woman to get married. Exactly. You're. you're I'm like, so into what this, we what could be happening for these two. And uh, but because of the red tape, he feels like he's got to rush this thing out rather than going through the proper channels. Yep. And when he does, he gets caught up in a in a 
what do you call it? In a panic. An escape mob. It's a bunch of crazies that were all being quarantined at the high school. And uh, And they all escape, and he just gets caught up in a human mob. And then, since he's yelling at the soldiers, trust me, no, I'm the the smart guy here. I developed this. Like, he sounds as insane as any person there. Right. Just the man getting... That's such a drag. Be the sane voice getting just drowned out by... Okay, buddy. Sure, sure. That's what everybody, every conspiracy theorist thinks they are, right? Mm. It sounds crazy, but this guy, <laughs> he seems very confident in it, you know? And well, he's had such a great track record through the whole movie of yelling at people to get what he wants. Yeah. It's been working out really well for it's him so far. great so, so far. So might as well keep doing that while you're <laughs> in the middle of this crush of people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he takes a header down the stairs and... Tough. We lose him. We lose the cure. We lose the antidote, and it's like that's when the real the reality is like, oh, this, this is gonna suck. This is just the beginning. At the end, yeah. <laughs> the idea that you watch this whole movie and you realize this is the beginning, this is it. You know, yeah, that's such a downer and so bleak. Once the uh, the the head guy in charge, the black guy, yeah, the uh, general, general, or he, Colonel, uh, Colonel Peckin, maybe, Colonel, yeah, something I think, like yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the guy who. When he is stripping down to get basically uh, de-loused before he goes into the next city where a new case got yeah. brought up. When we see that shot of knowing that, wow, the one guy who developed this, the guy who might know how to get a vaccine for this, is now trampled with the vaccine trampled with it. Mm. And now this guy is just moving that, into that the next town. Like Panic just trampling over science, man. Right? <laughs> the fact when you realize there's no chance for, for a cure... When this pandemic's just going to spread and have to have people get shot and die off. Yeah. That's the end of this movie is the start of this movie. Our main characters go down a sad, inevitable, tragic uh, death. I know. They all go down and and even the the pregnant girlfriend gets killed by basically friendly fire. That's tough. When she goes outside and gets taken down. That's when you're just like, man, they're killing. This movie kills kids. Yeah. This movie kills pregnant women. Like, this movie takes... It's it's tough. It's, it's kind of tough at the end. Yeah, that guy. When you're making the choices to self-sacrifice and like you know you got the sickness, so I'm gonna take out a bunch of these people. Like these are decisions that these people had to make within a day. Mm-hmm. You know, things changed quick. Yeah, and uh, this is this movie's like the beginning of the road, basically. <laughs> you know, On, yeah, this right. is how it starts. And this that thing's seeming scarier and scarier to me now. I was it, too scared to watch the road ever since the one time I saw it in the theater. Mm. These movies are getting tougher and tougher for me to watch. This is not a fun movie. To Watching watch. people behave like uh, monsters during, <laughs> during a pandemic is getting shitty. Yeah, it's right. getting sucky to see on film, but it's effective, man. And Romero does it. He makes he stretches this budget. This is a Corman esque. Mm-hmm. budget stretching here and really well done it's a uh, it was weird seeing it in the theater back to back with rabid yeah <laughs> our friend neil over at the cult series he put a nice little topical double nice double pandemic double there. feature up yeah. there with all talk about vaccine cards and othering people and all sorts of things it was great real real sunk really sunk in yeah and uh, Thanks, neil. it's it's scary man this is cheap but this is scary like you said the cheapness can add so much to it that handheld documentary feel it just adds to the chaos you've got this constant drum beat giving you anxiety so it's just the anxiety that yeah. romero is able to pull out of you watching this knowing it's totally bullshit <laughs> yeah but being invested in these characters and and seeing the 
yeah, very realistic feeling military. Too real. Yeah. Yeah, it feels close, and yeah. it sucks. But it's it's a theme we're going to get a lot in, you know, Day of the Dead. Yes. And a lot of other great Romero movies that I'm so excited to talk about. This is an underseen one in his catalog, and it should be seen. It's not going to hold up as uh, revolutionary as Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. and it's not going to look as great as something like Creepshow. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with the cheap factor in, in the look. And from but... uh, listening to the crowd when they were exiting the theater, some couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> some, it was a barrier. I could tell some people dismissed it because of its uh, choppy, fast editing and paint red blood and mannequins getting burned. But, yeah, yeah. you know, you got to look past that. You gotta look at the story a guy's trying to tell and a thing a guy's trying to accomplish. And for the resources he was working with, I'd say go out of your way to find this. Where'd you watch it? I think I found it on uh, YouTube with some ads. It's on there? Yeah. There you go. 1973. And watch the remake. See what they did differently. I thought the remake was pretty good. It's much more of a straightforward rage virus zombie one. It's more violent. You know, it's slicker. It's Mm -hmm. got better effects. It's modern. And I think it has its advantages. But... It's not as much of a, the gut punch that this one is. That just right. dread that keeps creeping. I wonder if watching it now would be different, but yeah, because well, yeah, I should again, go the, back. I I haven't seen the original or the remake since it came out. Yeah, so. just yeah, the timeliness of this movie, even for me, the this original crazies. Yeah, and uh, not even so much the pandemic aspect of it, because like I said, I feel like you don't get that much of seeing people die from this crazies <laughs> but you're getting the social panic you're getting the confusion mm-hmm. you're getting the good guys with guns yes. kind of good guys uh, with guns hero mentality starts that, coming out man really just is like I've t- hit me in the face watching it <laughs> i've sure. talked about this before one of the things i'm most scared about is crowd panic oh yeah doesn't matter how athletic you are you can get anybody can get taken down in a panic crowd the thing that i have nightmares about is the great white fire with all those people getting trampled oh during yeah the burning oh concert that I, I've, I've had nightmares about that and that happened across the country it was just, just something in astro world uh, oh yeah some it had uh, like the, the it, idea of people crowd- getting crushed in a crowd yeah oh no no thanks. anybody can be a victim in a in a stampede of people yeah yeah if you somebody steps on your ankle you accidentally go down that's it and so crowd <laughs> panic is god that is a big fear of mine and when when old Doctor Watts gets swept up in this throng, this mm-hmm. thrush of people, that's it, that's it, man. The voice of reason immediately swept away, buried in the buried in the tide. It's uh, <laughs> it it struck me. Yeah, it 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 uh, it landed. So seek out this movie. It's it's cheap, but uh, you can tell why Romero's the master. It rules. It rules. He rules. Came to this. It did come to this. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you all for listening and. Good night.